live at lunch. Um, sorry for the delay. Sometimes things, when things change, actually this, this, this one I can't explain. I can't explain it. I wish I could. There's a lot of things that you don't have to explain. I know. But anyway, we're a few minutes late. I'm glad everybody that's joining us is still with us and joining us. And there's a lot of things that are happening in the rooms around where we are currently. So if you hear some idle chatter or somebody dropping or screaming or everything's fine, it's fine. Wouldn't you say it's fine? You know, I'm a, I, here's the deal. I went to check on Facebook, yeah. and now I'm looking at people's profile pictures. Why? And I just, I, so there are some people I'm like, okay, that makes sense. There are some people I'm like, is that a schnauzer? A schnauzer. <laughs> and then, you know, then I don't get it. I don't get. This is live at lunch. This is why, this is why people like live at lunch, because it's just, it's this. And uh, here we are. So we're live on live at lunch and it looks like Steve's not loud enough on laptop. That means we need to push it up. Can you go up to the broadcast room or broadcast computer, Steve, and push the gain up a little bit? On, little... I can't on this one. I can do it on my laptop, but uh, if you can hear us, then turn your volume up and eventually our volume is going to go up a little bit more. That's right. Uh, so then you'll just have to gain it down. But this is live at lunch. We do a Bible study from right now media uh, each and every week on Tuesday in some form whether it's the highest of qualities is to be determined. We're still recovering from certain things that have happened in the last couple of months, and we're still updating. Can you go up? Oh, here comes Steve. Is he mad? No. Oh, boy. Yes, on Reaper. There you go. Uh, so there's a, just push the, push the, the, the fader up. Listen, everybody. Master this, fader on the far left. This is what makes us... This is what makes it special. special. It's that we're just, this is raw and uncut. You know what? Here, I've read, okay, this is, we're live at lunch right now, media. We do a study this time. We're talking about unfiltered Jesus. But for a second, we're going to take a little diversion. I have read that people actually like this better than a fully produced thing. Did your mom write you that letter? No, it was an actual legit article that I was reading that people are like, hey, okay, they like produced and they like production. But you better be really good if you're going to be doing production quality stuff. I don't know why. But like this, behind the scenes and sometimes frustrating lower quality stuff, they're all about it. I think I'm, because it reminds people that like everybody's like that. Well, We're all kind of a mess. I think it's like what makes people watching one of those unplugged sets, right? Because they're kind of like, okay, we all could be better, but what, is, what do you look like at your worst? Yeah. That's the well, thing about and, you and me. People can relate to somebody sitting on their couch doing an unplugged set on a Gucinos that we're, this is who we are. If we put too polished a thing out there, they're like, well, obviously that's pre-recorded. Yeah, like we did this skit. We always do a skit. <laughs> and one of our, one of our only compliment comments was, it wasn't funny. It wasn't funny. <laughs> By a lady who thought it was, so I mean, hey, whatever. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so. Uh, anyway, okay. So we're talking, our study today is from the study from Right Now Media, which you can get a free account for if you just go to, uh, well, our website. Comments. And you can comment. I know that producer Steve, he's running around. We got him testing his new knee out uh, pretty hard. Yep. Or his rebuilt knee, whatever it is that he, he's fixed he knee, got scoped. scoped knee. I don't think they gave him a new yeah, one. Yeah, they haven't given him a new one yet. But we're testing it out today. Uh, you, you can look in the comments if you're on Facebook, and it'll be right there. Or you can go to m1bc.org and hit the watch tab, and then it's right there. It says Get Right Now Media. All for you, all for free. Give it to as many people as you want. Mm -hmm. Tell them it's our gift to you. 
because um, we, we do have to cover the cost of it, but you don't, and that's the best part of it, uh, and thousands of videos for you available. Um, we are in a study called Unfiltered Jesus. Right. We're in the third study, and I listened to it while yeah. in another meeting. I listened to it. But also. you actually listened to it directly. Yeah. It was pretty intense. Yeah, it was intense. I think it's got a, what my favorite part is, is it, it, it gives some, I think kind of what we talked about just right now about this show, right? It gives <laughs> in a way together. the, the, uh, it gives this idea of what it was like. Like, I think a lot of times we think, you know, Jesus, I'm not saying he struggled with the temptation, but I think it wouldn't have been temptation if he wasn't in a spot to be tempted, right? I don't, I don't think so. It brings up to a couple questions: What exactly is temptation? Mm-hmm. What exactly does it look like? You know, and how long do we have to resist until it stops? That's the question. Mm-hmm. So, I, uh, I really, I don't know that I've ever run it through that long a process as he did. Like, I really enjoyed the way he kind of explained um, the way Jesus Jesus was not really hit until his weakest. And he hit on another thing that I think is kind of interesting. It's that that it wasn't Jesus' only temptation. So I think hmm. it makes sense to me. You're saying, okay, so you're saying, obviously Jesus' temptation in the desert is the one we know about when Satan was sure. actively yes. pursuing him to try to sin, give up. Correct. His title. But then you're comparing it to throughout his life and ministry, he was tempted in a lot of places, I'm, which we talked about two weeks ago. Is one of the reasons why he had to... Re- exactly. That's yes. where I was going to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It, it confirms... Sorry, I was trying to put it together yeah. for myself and hopefully well, and everybody hopefully, else too. Listen to this. I'm not inferring any other temptation, right? I'm just saying that the, the parts and the pieces of what Jesus, Jesus did, right, are, are, we're just let in on a snapshot. I, I, we don't have a complete picture. He told us everything we need to know. Yeah. But there's a lot that... Yeah, if that you believe in the errancy of Scripture and the totality of Scripture, then we know what we read is what we need to know to okay. know God. But it didn't catalog his entire 24 hours a day for 30-plus years. No. And so, that Some being other said, stuff it might explains have to me... The fact that Jesus, one, did not walk into that temptation without being prepared before. Mm -hmm. And he did not live the rest of his life without an understanding that that could happen at any time. And he, Mm -hmm. he, his connection to the father was to stay connected to the father. I believe that was his sole reason. The result of that is the ability to, to not succumb to temptation. You see, I I don't think his thrust was, oh, I don't want to be tempted. Oh, I don't want to fail in temptation. I think his thrust was, I'm going to stay close to the Father. That's my desire. That's my goal. As a result, you're able to overcome temptation. Yeah. I don't believe Jesus was constantly worried about succumbing to temptation. Sure. That's my... As we kind of are. We focus only so on So you're that. saying that we're... Our focus, based on what you're... Okay, let me help, you understand, help me understand this. You're saying we focus on the wrong thing. I, have, I on, could say this. I have entirely focused on the wrong yeah. person. So, yeah, because we think if I can just resist this, resist this, Correct. resist this, then I'll be all right. You're saying, and what I think that the host of the study was putting out there, or maybe this is all on your own, 
Jesus focused on God and said, that's the solution to our issue, not to resist the, the, the trouble, but to focus more on what is truth. Correct. I have, I have tried to overcome the weaknesses in my life, mm -hmm. the areas that I have failed yeah. consistently, and I focus on oftentimes not doing those things. Okay, for example, this is a very benign area to talk about. This is a good place. To no, do. but this for, particular for, topic, I, I'm not going to Yeah, yeah, but public topics. broadcast, this is a good, this would be a good but, option. But what I'm, so yesterday, right, I'm trying to always, I'm trying to eat right, I'm trying to do the right thing. I saw exercise. something at the store yesterday I really wanted to get you, and I should have, but Why I thought, no, it'd be a, it, it's a terrible temptation. Big finger. Yeah. Please. <laughs> I was going to put that whole thing on it. It's going to be like. You know how fast I would eat them. Yeah, but I don't want you to. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. So hey, here's the deal. One. But trying to eat right. yesterday, you know, we we just decided yet to, yesterday was the day we we're going to do a big bunch of. I decided that some projects needed to get done. I, yeah. I had an Loose open ends day. was a perfect day to do I it. had yesterday. Great. It was going to rain so, the rest of the week. <laughs> got home. Got, got up. Got some stuff done. Got back, didn't wake everybody up early. We got started, got going. I never thought about eating till four thirty. Wow, four thirty. Hey, that's my life. Yes, yeah, that's so never been like, your life. Well, I've killed you nearly. I was so adamant about this work and about being busy and about doing, mm -hmm. and and these were all really good things. Right now, I I realized that I wasn't concentrating. Like a lot of times, like okay, for today, for right, I've been a lot of like meetings and studying and then getting ready to go to other little meetings and not having. And so what have I done? Been hungry. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think about it. I'm talking about how can I make a good decision? What am I going to do? Does it even matter? Right? I've got all these things because I'm, I'm not presently occupied in anything greater. Mm -hmm. And so as a result, we give in to the thing that is lesser. So yeah. we're just not occupied by anything greater. And, yeah. and so I'm not saying you should be succumb to work in order to lose weight. What, what you're saying. Okay. Okay. I see what you're saying. That's a great metaphor. I just turned this on. That doesn't make Are we any supposed sound. to be watching? Are you I'm sorry. Is that your house? Yeah, it's my house. I just realized something. You were talking about food, and in, in my brain, I went, where's my lunch? And I've done this a lot lately where I've just left it because I get in and I immediately start doing something. And this morning, I immediately wanted to get in and see you. It wasn't exactly yeah. a business thing, but it was, uh, it, I don't know where my lunch is. Does that mean we can go get lunch? I, well, I, it means, one, I have to discover where it is because it's not something that should just be left out. It will, did it'll a, start stinking really quickly. I did a D now. I got cash. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Okay, that uh, doesn't matter. But, okay, so you were so focused on this thing. You didn't ever, like, that's not a, your not a MO has always been, even if, okay, one, I'm never focused on food, but. Uh, until this very moment. This is a whole dichotomy shift here. I don't know what I did. I'm going to reinvent this every chance. But, so, you, you were so focused on the greater thing, where mm -hmm. typically, whatever we're doing, there comes a moment where you're like, you either say, hey, I'm going to stop doing what we're about to do. I'm going to go eat because I'm about to gnaw my arm off. Mm -hmm. Or, I go, hey, we need to go eat because you're being so mean right now. <laughs> yeah, that happens. I'm not proud of that. And that didn't actually happen yesterday, but yesterday I just started to lose momentum, right? And I'm yeah. like, whoa, I can't do this. I've got The car push got the low on fuel. And then I'm like, hey, Rach, I didn't eat anything. And I had eaten breakfast. Okay. But it was 4.30 since I had eaten lunch. And that's a long and that's time. that's a long time for me. So I'm just saying, all right, I, I'm, that's a... That's, that's a, a good... That's a good illus yes, illustration of a greater thing of our relationship with Christ. There's, we need to understand that it isn't, I don't need to come, I'm not coming to Christ 
right? So that I quit doing bad stuff. Mm-hmm. My passion and yeah, love. Yeah, because if you, you could be a Christ follower, say you're a Christ follower and still do a lot of bad things because your temptations are still going to be the same, if not greater. Yeah, of course. I mean, we're not even delving into the fact of, of the urgency of Satan and even its futility. He's still yeah, yeah. dedicated to the system. Excuse me. Yeah. You know, he's dedicated to it, even Singular though he goal. still believes he's going to work and he's yeah. not against us. He's against God mm-hmm. and he hates God and he just really is indifferent about us, which is way worse. And, and so, yeah. yeah, you know, it's so we're, he knows we're not the greater problem, but, but again, we have an answer and it isn't. So again, what does it reveal? It reveals what Jesus revealed does everything in the way he lived his life. And one of those things I particularly got grasped from it is that, Jesus knew, well, okay, one that I thought was very interesting is that throughout the scripture, when somebody asked Jesus to do a sign or a miracle, he refused to do it. Mm-hmm. And no different when he was tempted, First mm-hmm. John, John chapter 2. So when Jesus is tempted, he, what does he say? He says, no, this isn't, this isn't the point. That's, you don't need a miracle. Uh, Jesus says that when he's telling the story of Lazarus and the rich man. He's like, hey, go tell my brother and make a big thing. You know, that's what the rich man yells out because he's like, tell my family. And Jesus is like, no, man, if he doesn't know the truth from the laws of Moses, prophets, then he's never going to, miracles not going to do a thing. And that was true, right? Because the people, they didn't believe, there were plenty of people who didn't believe that saw miracles. Mm -hmm. So Jesus proved, again, throughout his life, he was consistent and he, he did not give in to temptation as, a res- as an outpouring of who he really was, of the knowledge he had of God, the truth of God, and his passionate love for God. And so that sums up today in a nutshell, is that if, you're, if you are focused on only the not sinning part, you're really missing the greater picture. Hey, somebody just accused us. James Trampus Hood just accused us. The answer is, we've never been diagnosed. Not, not, not actually. Not officially, but hey, I appreciate you putting that there instead of not in the comments. But yeah, we'll thanks, bring it but, up live. But I think I'm that was his, watching. I'm not sure that wasn't his <laughs> angle. I, that, that's a good test. The answer is, yeah. Obviously. <laughs> uh, we've never been diagnosed with it. But, he asked, but, if we, for those of you that are watching that have no idea and not laughing, like James is probably laughing at us currently. Oh, he's, he's loving life. Uh, he asked if we were ever diagnosed with ADHD, and the answer is not officially. And, and here's what I'd like to point out. That's a serious diagnosis. Very much right? so. People are, people are overcome with that all the time. Um, and, and there's, that's not a, so we're, no one's minimizing. Not at all. The, I the think what he's saying is of the disorder. you might want to look into it. Yeah, and I get stay it. a little bit focused. And but the truth I, is we wouldn't be nearly as entertaining. So here's what I say to that. I say two things. <laughs> One, that may be true. And two, what's that kettle? I can't. What's yes, that? That's, that's the whole. What's okay. that pot? I can, I'm the kettle here. Can't hear you. <laughs> I'm calling you. What's your uh, name? So, um, okay. But Jesus, if you, find your, if you find yourself only trying to resist temptation mm-hmm. on your own power, correct, in your own control, yes, you're missing it, and you're never going to overcome that temptation through your own strength. It's too powerful. No, too, you. Uh, human nature isn't going to allow that. Right. If you're looking for a real solution, it's not another self-help book. Right? you got to get into the scriptures. Yeah. you got to see what Jesus said about all of these things. What did Jesus do in the... Listen, go and look and read the passages on him being tempted in, in the, the desert. Mm-hmm. 
he threw scripture back at Satan because Every he single was time. locked in to what really mattered. He wasn't focused on food. He wasn't focused on the temptation itself or the, the, what was being promised of him had he succumbed. He was focused on his mission and to, to truly and solely focus on who God is yeah. and what his purpose was for in that moment. Yeah, it's uh, you need to, so one of my favorite things to do to get the right perspective on who I am, who God is, and, and how that works is Ephesians 2, 1 through 10. Go, look at verses 1 through 3. That's the truth of who you are. Mm-hmm. You're, you're dead in your sins before Christ. You were prone to wrath before Christ. You were, there, all these things existed in your life before Christ because that's who we were. But for God, but God, mm-hmm. but God, verse 4 starts up, but God. So we are saved, and then there's a point to that salvation, and it wasn't so that we would quit doing bad things. Mm-hmm. It's that, that we would start doing good things. And doing the good things that God prepared us a long time to do, a long time ago for us to do, is the key. Mm-hmm. The key to discipleship, the key to living a life like Christ is And, and the doing key it. is also, that verse doesn't say, when you come to know Christ, those just go away. It says, but for Christ, have you but been God. able to overcome those things? But God. That's not, again, you will be tempted. Mm-hmm. You will, if you have an anger problem, you will still come up against anger issues. But you've died to your old self of mm-hmm. controlling all of those things, trying to control all those things, false, and not possibly. And you've given it to God and said, I'm going to follow you and I'm going to follow that model. So that when those things start to creep up, you can identify and yeah. say, no, I have overcome those things because of what Christ has yeah. done in me, not through anything of my own. Yeah, if you stay, or the Bible says continue, Jesus said, if you continue in my ways, then you will become my disciple. If yeah. you continue in my ways, you will become more like me, and you'll take the thought of me and put it into the effort of me, and you'll, you'll do it. And then you'll know the truth, and the truth will set you free. That happens because we stayed with it. We continued. Look at the life of Jesus. He continued into the thoughts. And he even says it in John 8. Hey, I only did the things that pleased the Father, the things that he taught me in his presence. So Jesus said, okay, I'm watching. I'm actively implementing into my life. And as a result, these things happen. Hmm. So that's that's pretty good. That's good. It's something to really... Consider the next time you come up, and you probably will probably this afternoon as soon as you, something happens, you're yeah. going to come up against something that is from the old way, something that you've desperately tried to walk away from, mm-hmm. and maybe even something that you frustratingly haven't been able to walk away from as a Christ follower because you've been trying to do it in your own power, saying, well, I'm a Christ follower now. I can't do those things because it's just not right. Yeah. Instead of saying, God, show me mm-hmm. who you are and who you want me to be. And in your power alone, help me to overcome these things. Yeah. I mean, and you're going to start, if you live that way, if you live into the, hey, I'm going to get perfect and I'm going to be a good Christ follower, you're just going to disqualify yourself. And you're going to be disappointed constantly. You're just going to, you're going to just miss and miss and miss all the good works that God appointed for you to do long ago. Why? Because you just keep disqualifying yourself. Yeah. Oh, well, not today, maybe tomorrow. So anyway, that was good. Too. That was good. I, and I, I don't mind the distractions in the middle of of the talks because I think people, it draws them back in. If they yeah. ever start to fail out and then you're like, well, did he just say something about his lunch? Which is definitely sitting on the table. I went through that. It's in the, it's sitting on my counter. 
But I sadly, yes, sadly, I'm sad because that's good. It was a good lunch. But but two, I don't have time to go anywhere, unfortunately, because I have a meeting right after this. Doesn't matter to you guys, but we really appreciate you joining us for this moment in time, and we hope that next your next temptation you will look at it not as a temptation for for you necessarily to just overcome, but for you an opportunity for you to draw closer to Christ and mm-hmm. what He has for you. But thanks for joining us today on Live at Lunch. We hope you join us again tomorrow around or next week around twelve ten ish. Apparently, that's becoming the norm. Yeah, I'm taking full blame for this. It is my fault. Uh, but hey, thanks so much for joining us. We hope you have a great week, and we'll be praying for you. Thank you.